The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as... Val Venus, the big Val Boski. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. This is our year-end show. What about that? And as you'll see in a minute, and I know you know through history, we always end with a bang at the end of the year, and so we are going to do today. But a couple things. First, I want to thank all of you for following this show. Um, I mean, you're doing one thing, helping me help people with disabilities gain quality of life and helping us have a history. You know, if you go to BenderConsult.com, you will be able to hear all of the shows over the past year with of course, the name of the person. Just go to radio at BenderConsult.com. And once again, thank you, thank you. You know I believe in quality of life, which of course includes employment for all people living with disabilities. Also, special shout-out to Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko Dart, I remembered you throughout this year, and I'll remember you all next year. Yoshiko lost her husband, the great Justin Dart, several years ago. I think it was 2002 or three, and, and he was just one of the greatest human beings. I mean the greatest when it comes to fighting for the rights of people with disability. He, he is in our history. And you know what? Yoshiko has never lost his spirit. She has never, ever lost working with young people with disabilities. And she is a supporter of mine all the time. Yoshiko, love you very much. And I also want a special shout-out to Kevin Gasman. Hey, all of you at Voice America. I have the best engineer. This guy is Awesome. So I wanted to just make sure I talked about that. And talking about awesome, remember what I said? We end every show, every year, with a bang, with someone that just encapsulates everything I believe in. And is that not Charlie LaValle? Before I introduce him, I just want you to know I've known him a long time. He doesn't change, you know, in case you're ever wondering, Hey, is this guy like this just sometimes? No, 
He's always like this. He's always been like this, which is a great person with great empathy and love, love for people with disabilities, love for children, love for everyone. You can tell he worked with and was friends with Mr. Rogers, but more importantly, he has God's heart. He is just a great person, and he's the CEO of Variety, the children's charity. Charlie, welcome to the show. Joyce, thank you for having me, and thank you for all that you have done. And we were so delighted at Variety this year to honor you with our highest award for all that you have done for people, adults, children with disabilities, and the role model and the example you are. So it's always a pleasure to be with you, but it's a special uh, pleasure this year because we were fortunate to be able to hold you up and recognize you for all you've done. Well, it was my honor. Um, We are a family working together at Variety, the children's charity. I am so honored to tell you I am a trustee on the board, and you're going to be able to tell my heart and soul is with this group as we move forward through next year to do even more than we've done this year. But we also have with us a mother of a child. Jolene, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Okay, and Jolene, I'm sorry I didn't ask you before. What is your last name? It's Alberico. Well, we are so, Jolene, so excited to have you with us also. So, Charlie, I'm excited to start. Jolene, uh, Isaiah rode in the gala where we honored you. He rode his bike down the the walkway showing what he could do. All right. Yes. Oh, yes. You'll remember if you saw Jolene, but yeah, Isaiah rode. It was awesome. Yes. What a great biblical name, Isaiah. Thank you. Well, if you know what she's talking about, you should go to this Variety Gala, which will be next November. Let me just tell you, when the children who have received the bikes Charlie's going to talk about, when they make an entrance, oh, I mean, it is just. Spectacular is the only word I can use. Um, George, if I could, Jolene, maybe you want to say what Isaiah said after riding. At the gala? Yeah. He he always says, he says, I feel so important. And is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's the feeling he had. He always says, I feel so important, and he always thinks he's on tour, <laughs> because we go to so many things with Variety, and he rides his bike, and he says, I'm touring with Variety. Mm-hmm. We, we love, love, it. Awesome. We love well, it. Well, he, and he is important, of course. Um, Charlie, because there are listeners here that are familiar with this, first, let's start with you. Um, how... how did you become involved with Variety? And actually, why did you accept the position? Well, what's, what's funny is uh, I grew up going to a lot of Variety events right here in Pittsburgh with my family, and my grandfather knew some of the uh, key individuals at that time, like Frank Scalar and UB Teitelbaum. And, and uh, so we went to a lot of events when I was a boy. I never would have known that 50 years later, I'd become the, I know my title is Chief Executive Officer, but I do prefer Chief Excitement Officer for all that we're doing for children with disabilities and their families. And um, I came because I thought we had a wonderful team, people like yourself on the board, Deb Rice Johnson, Jerry McCleary, Mike Schneck, the whole team, that we had a unique opportunity to do something in Pittsburgh uh, that could have significant impact, not only in our region, but hopefully throughout the country. 
Well, since you became involved, I know you're going to tell me don't say this because you're very humble, but I just want to say variety is definitely known. We are known now. And, you know, this chief excitement officer, that is him. If you knew him, <laughs> that is him. He is so excited when we have another bike sold. So, variety. What areas does variety cover? Well, we're doing this, well, we're talking about this adaptive bike program we're doing in 16 counties of western Pennsylvania and 10 counties of West Virginia. So it's exciting to see how we've grown from 10 counties to 26 counties. And I'm happy to say we're about uh, a little over 50 bikes short of 1,000. We've provided well over a million dollars worth of adaptive bikes now to kids with disabilities. And uh, kids like Jolene's Isaiah, who has been so fantastically supportive. And there's something Jolene said about this My Bike program that I'll never, ever forget. And I think it's important for your listeners to know. And I remember when Jolene said one time, how could we apply for something we never knew existed? How could we apply for something we never knew existed? And that's really... That's why I'm so excited to be on the program today, so that we can get the word out that there are adaptive bikes for kids with disabilities. They don't have to be left out. They don't have to be left behind. You know, they don't have to be sitting on the porch while all their friends ride the bikes in the summer and their their family. So we're Jolene. Thank you for saying thank it just you. as simply as you did. That makes it so clear for all of us that you can apply for something that you don't know exists, and it's incumbent on us and with Joyce with the radio program, but it's incumbent on the rest of us to get the word out throughout the region and throughout the country that other people could discover that there are ways for kids to participate. Well, you know what? I'm so excited about variety that I'm like assuming everyone knows variety. Maybe we should take a moment here, Charlie, for our listeners uh, across the country. Why don't you tell them what is variety of the children's charity? Well, Variety of the Children's... Wait, excuse me, and how did it get started? Sure, it has a fascinating um, history. Eighty-six years ago on Christmas Eve in 1928, a mother left her one-month-old baby girl in the Sheridan Theater in Pittsburgh, and the manager of the, ten, of the theater and ten businessmen, known as Variety Club discovered the child, and there was a note from this mother. And if we could just think about what it must have taken for this mother to write this note. And she said, please take care of my baby. Her name is Catherine. I am no longer able to take care of her. I have eight others. My husband's out of work. She was born on Thanksgiving Day. I've always heard of the goodness of show business people, and I pray to God you will look after her. And so from that tragedy, it was signed a heartbroken mother. And I think if we think of her agony, what it must have been like to give up her child. And so these 11 men adopted her and named her Catherine Variety Sheridan and uh, her middle name for the club and her last name for the theater. And they supported her. And from that beginning of a tragedy for a family, Variety is now an international organization in 40 cities around the world. And and uh, focused primarily on kids with disabilities. And I think it's just 
amazing how that happens in life, that out of a tragedy, Variety's provided no now more than $2 billion worth of services to children in need. So sometimes out of tragedy in life, um, something wonderful can happen. Wow. I mean, that is such a great story. Talk about a Christmas holiday story. I mean, that is such a great story. But you know what else? I'm so proud of, as you all know, listeners, you know I'm based in Pittsburgh. So although we have senators and CEOs and authors, we always have Pittsburgh on the show. And so here I am, headquartered in Pittsburgh, as is Variety, the children's charity. But, you know, I'm really proud that that started here, Charlie. Yeah, me too, Joyce. And and I, I think there is something to say. That's I think what Pittsburgh has a kind of a reputation for is discovering need and starting it. And then, you know, often it uh, spreads to other parts of the uh, of the country and the world. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. It really is. Um, okay. Charlie and Jolene. We'll start with <laughs> you, Charlie, because I'm sure there are people listening that do not know what we're talking about. Explain what the My Bike campaign is. Well, the, the My Bike campaign, it, it has to start with really what's the need. And what happens to a lot of our kids with disabilities is that they're left out, left behind. They're not having uh, typical childhood experiences. I think if we pause for a moment, all your listeners, uh, I would be willing to bet the majority of them could remember their first bike, what color it was, whether they're willing to admit they had a banana seat or not, and who they rode with, and their sisters and brothers and friends and what they did. I can remember we rode down to the field where we played uh, ball together. That's what we did. And I remember riding down to my family's bakery from my home and uh, with my best friend who I've known since I was two. And, and uh, so I think what we have to start with is what is the situation? You know, and the situation is kids with disabilities are being left out and left behind. So the My Bike program very simply provides children with disabilities with an adaptive bike that enables them to participate just like every other kid. And um, that's what we want to have happen. We want to ha- provide opportunities for kids to discover their possibilities, like for Isaiah to be on tour. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's perfect. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's really what we want to make sure is that we're giving kids the type of experiences that help them feel good about themselves, that enable them to belong with their peers. Because we all, if we're honest, whether we're 60, Joyce is you and I, or do you 61 now, uh, or um, whether we're 10, we all want to belong. We all want to feel like we fit in. We don't want to be left out or left behind. And that is so true, Charlie. I'm 61 years old just this December 7th, but I want to tell you, it was as if it was yesterday. I remember the bike. I remember my bike. I remember the uh uh, little cards you could put in the wheel to make it noise. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, of yep. course, let me tell you, I had the horn. And whenever Mary and Paula, who you know them, they work for me, when I went out with them a couple years ago to buy a mountain ba- bike, I said, only if you put a horn on that bike. <laughs> yeah, and I have memories. the horn on the bike. But, you know, <laughs> I, can, I know that's what everyone in my neighborhood did. We, we, you know, we lived in a rural area, and the big thing for us was riding bikes. So, Jolene, 
Tell me yes. about you, your family, and Isaiah, um, and really, what made you do this, and what did it mean to you and to Isaiah? It has meant so much to us. Like, we didn't just gain a bike. We gained a second family. I mean, we love variety 100%. This is not just a job to all of them. This is their life. They really love what they do and do so much for the kids. And they get so excited. Even I have a four-year-old daughter, and even when we're looking through pictures, if Charlie's in a picture, so there's Charlie, you know, because he always makes them smile when they see him, and, you know, he sticks out to all of us. All of them do. But um, we were at home one night, and my son was playing Miracle Ball, and his coach called and said, I just seen, seen this thing on the news for these bikes, and I'm calling for my daughter, and you should email them and call, and... I got the computer and did it so fast because before that we were on the internet looking for bikes like this and things to help him. And I remember sitting there thinking, I would never be able to afford something like this. You know, they're thousands of dollars. And we sent in the email and I got a call two days later and it was the most, it was the best Christmas we had ever had because he got one of the, the first bikes really that they were putting out there. And, um, it changed everything because Isaiah, the same thing. He would sit around with, you know, he had my nephews over, things like that. And as soon as the bikes came out, my heart would sink because I would say, well, he's done, you know. And I would always think, what is he thinking, you know, that he can't just get on that bike and go. And when we went down to get that bike and he got on the bike for the first time, I was thinking, there's no way. There's no way he's going to do this. And he did. He rode all around that hotel on that bike fitting, and I just cried and cried and cried standing there. I couldn't believe that my son was riding a bike. And now we take that bike everywhere. If it's not going to my neighborhood, we go camping every weekend in the summer. It comes to the lake with us. He rides with all the boys at the lake where before he'd have to be pulled in a wagon. No boy at 10, 11 years old wants to be pulled in a wagon while all the other kids are riding bikes. So this has impacted us in so many ways. And just not even, like I said, not even the bike of having variety in our corner, going to parties with them, things like that. They are a family to us. Boy, Charlie, I see that ad right now, no wagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joyce, where did you grow up? I grew up in New Galilee. Oh, I'm sorry. I live in the Huntington. Oh, my God. I went to Geneva <laughs> College. Yes. Okay, yes, I'm not far from New Galilee at all, like 10 minutes, not even, I'd say about 5 minutes. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, and recently, with um, at Jameson um, a Hospital in Newcastle, Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying to get the word out, and I wish everybody, I wish your listeners could have seen it. Jolene and Isaiah came to demonstrate to other families and to get the word out what it's like to ride the bike. Isaiah rides from inside right outside and came back inside. It was terrific. Mm-hmm. And this bike has built his muscles stronger. I always say that to him, Charlie. He doesn't even realize he's getting physical therapy. He had an osteotomy of the hip. He, you know, to build it up, he rode his bike. His legs have become so much stronger from this bike. His his confidence has become so much stronger from this bike. It has changed so many things for us. People take a bike for for granted. I'm like I said, I have a four year old. Even her, she's got three bikes. You know, it's not a it's 
not a big deal when you're just buying bikes. But when you get a bike like this for a child that's never rode a bike, it changes so many things. You don't realize how important a bike can be for a little boy. You know, Jolene, before I even knew Charlie, way back when I was on the board of Variety, they brought in some strategist and and they were saying, what is the key word? What is the key word we should think of? And I said, inclusion. That's mm-hmm. the key word. Because I'm all about no pity. Everyone knows that about me. You know, I tr- want people to get hired. I want them to be treated equal. No pity, mm-hmm. no charity. This is not about pity. This is about inclusion. Just yes. what you said, Jolene, don't pull me in a wagon. Mm-hmm. This allows the person to have equal time, equal fun. You know, there isn't anything like being free, being equal. It, it, just as you said, first of all, it's good for him physically, but you know what else? It's good for you mentally. It's good mm-hmm. for dignity. It just, it's, and it's good for the family. It's like a win-win the whole way around for everyone. And that is why, listen, folks, these bikes are accessible for children that otherwise would not be able to ride a bike. It is the greatest program, and you can make a donation. Charlie, where do you go to make a donation? Uh, They can go right to our website, Variety Pittsburgh, spelled out P-I-T-T-S-B-U-R-G-H dot org, and and they can donate right through the website. And uh, this is a great time because we're trying right now, we're about 50 bikes short of getting to 1,000 which is just absolutely fantastic because I think what's really involved, part of getting to a 1,000, it's not really the number, although every child deserves to have the bike, but I think what we're trying to demonstrate in western Pennsylvania and in West Virginia that this can be done. If the community comes together, we can do this. This isn't really complicated. This is about creating awareness, like on this program, finding the kids, like Jolene said, have the word get out, and then finding the funds. This isn't an impossible task. If we really applied ourselves, we could set this motto up here in western Pennsylvania and have it go throughout the country. There isn't any reason why, and, and the world, there isn't any reason why kids with disabilities throughout America and throughout <laughs> the world aren't riding adaptive bikes. They should mm-hmm. be given that chance. Mm-hmm. Website again, Charlie. Variety. Pittsburgh.org. VarietyPittsburgh.org. And so what do they have to do uh, to do this? They have to go and they have to write a check for how much? Well, you know, they can write a check for any amount or they can donate credit card online right through the website. I think the beautiful thing is the bikes, as Jolene said, are expensive, $1,800. And so it's not like going to your local a store where you pull a bike off a rack for a typical child. Like, I do believe we have something, uh, Addison having a little birthday there, uh, Jolene? It is. She's five today. Five oh, today. happy birthday. Happy yes. birthday, Addison. So, you know, you have a five-year-old, you could go to the store and, and get her a bike. With yes. with our kids, um, they have to have these bikes tailored, customized to them. So they're $1,800, but I wouldn't have anybody think they can't participate. You know, we had like a hospital in uh, Washington County, Washington Health System. They raised five bikes in, uh, recently, um, so that's nine thousand dollars. But they, they sure there were some doctors who made significant contributions. But in the hospital, they said five dollars an inch. 
so everybody could participate. Some people just gave $5, some gave $20, some gave 100 So I think the message is everybody um, can uh, participate. I had a rotary recently down in the Fayette County, 20, 20 people. They just did a bike. took them a while to do it, but I think that's the beauty. If people come together, you know, before you know it, you add up these $20, $100 contributions, and um, before you know it, you have another bike. And uh, I was so pleased at the gala that uh, Greg Babe, a great advocate, uh, former head of Bear, who uh, is a great partner of, of yours, Joyce, donated a bike in your honor, and then Jerry McCleary from Bear's honor at the gala. So I think that's a beautiful thing. Gifts can be made in honor. People can recognize that they want to um, donate uh, through the website and they want to honor you, which would be a fantastic thing to do. They can they can do that. and uh, Or, you know, maybe they want to... Somebody hearing this today is touched by Jolene talking about Isaiah. Honor Isaiah. I mean, the kids are really, to me, they're the inspiring ones. What Isaiah's done. If people could have seen him that day up in uh, Newcastle at the hospital showing mm-hmm. other families, here's how you do it. It was so cool how he rode outside and mm-hmm. rode back in. Wasn't it, Jolene? Yes. And I have to say, Charlie, any time we spend the day with Ian, he, he leaves on the ride home from Pittsburgh with the biggest smile on his face. And he just, he does, he feels so important for that day. I mean, he's important to us every day. But, you know, to have that confidence. And every time he's just, when we come home, our house is filled with so much love and joy. And we were missing something. And, and we found it with Yins. We really did. I mean, between the bike and everything, Yins really brought a lot to our family. A lot. And Isaiah, well, he said it at the thing, variety your family, you know, at the, at, um, the Valentine's party. You know, he even feels that way. Yins our family to him. It is an amazing program. Well, we're blessed to have each other. It's so, Joyce, as you know, to create that feeling that Jolene's talking about, that we're family, that we belong to each other. It's, it's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so if someone calls, they could at least make a pledge, right? Sure. Sure, they, yeah. can, they can call the, all the information. And, and actually, what no, I think... No, no, I mean to hit your goal. I mean to oh, hit Oh, your... yeah, sure, they can make a pledge. They can make a donation online. They can write a check. <laughs> I mean, checks come in. Some days it's $10 somebody wrote. Yesterday we also got somebody did another bike. Um, uh, and, you know, I think what's happening is when people see the difference the bikes make for the kids. You know, so much of the time, you know, people are very generous and they give their gifts, but they don't get to see it. But when you see these kids riding the, their bikes, like Isaiah rode in the Labor Day parade, mm-hmm. you know, that was so great that he could show people that just because you have a disability doesn't mean you can't ride in that Labor Day parade. I mean, I think it was such a great example for people to see what our kids can do. Because, to be honest, I think they make assumptions. And I think, you know, we're all guilty of this. We think we really understand. And, you know, that, well, maybe these kids can't do that. Well, here they were. Here was Isaiah riding through the streets of Pittsburgh in the Labor Day Parade, one of the largest Labor Day Parades in the country. And I think what he's done, and I'm so thankful to to Isaiah and to Jolene, and happy birthday to Addison. I'm so thankful to them because what they're doing is they're making it possible for other kids because, really, 
the people who are being changed. Isaiah is changing us. We happen to give him a bite, but then what he does with us, I think, motivates us more. I know I'm a better person because of Isaiah. And I wish everybody could have that opportunity to see. You give him the opportunity, he's seizing it. Joyce, it's like you say, no pity. Give him an opportunity, and let's see what he can do. Right. Well, I want to tell you, um, over the holidays, I know everyone knows, it's hard to think, what the heck am I going to give? Like, I'm always thinking, what the heck am I going to give my husband? Um, And so anyway, Charlie, I didn't get to tell you this, but the gift I gave him was a bike to Variety. Oh, that's Uh, so great. So there you go. What number were you at? Uh, Well, we were... We were 56 uh, to go, so that would have made us 944. So 945, we're on the way. That's right. That's right. Um, You know, and so listen, everyone listening to this show, my company, well, as you all know, I'm living with epilepsy, and you know I'm all about employment. And in my office, 95%, I think it is, of the people all live with disabilities. In our internal office, we bought a bike. And so we're starting all over again in January uh, to buy another bike. But there isn't anything as great as this whole program. You know, when I gave my husband a gift and it says we're buying a bike, um, he got tears in his eyes because... This, there isn't anything greater. What, what is a greater thing than be able to do this? Joy, how about Charlie sharing th- that story of the one who gave it back at your Christmas party? Oh, oh. At our holiday party, um, I have a young man. He works at Highmark, and he works in the mail center, which is pretty high t- technology there. I'll never forget when I met him, and he was re- referred to me. Um, and because he has an intellectual disability, uh, Down syndrome, they told me he couldn't do anything more than cut the grass. Well, whoa, you got to be kidding. You know, he's been working seven years at Highmark, and guess what? He was just promoted. He's in a, some type of clerical role now, and he is just the most awesome person. His name is Justin Hucko. I'm so proud of him. He's just so wonderful, as is his family. And we have a 50-50 at our holiday party. And it went up to the year before last uh, that there was, let's see, what was that left? 600. And you know what? He said, I'm giving it back. We said, no, 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 I'm giving it back. Now, here we go again this year. This year, the person who won also gave it back, and <laughs> the money back. And guess what? This is all a result of Tony Quello because he brought Bob with him to the holiday party, and Bob's niece has an intellectual disability. Tony Quello, author of the ADA, he's going to be at the picnic next year. They're going to bring Lizzie with them so that they can see this. It's in her honor and so that they can have the family there when they're given the bike. And how amazing is it that we will also be selling the, celebrating the 25th anniversary of the signing of the ADA. Is that awesome or what? How a great way to celebrate it. Yeah, but I mean both years. The people gave back the money. Well, that's what I mean. They, they're inspiring us. Well, I'm inspired. We're all inspired. But there isn't anything greater 
than giving. And you know what? We're really taking off here with uh, our My Bike campaign, uh, like this great story with Isaiah. How about the My Voice campaign, Charlie? What's that all about? Well, again, what we've been doing is trying to listen to parents tell us about the challenges and where they could use some assistance, some partnering. And what we heard was, for example, um, Kelly, uh, who really, wasn't it Bill? Who yes, was they were the ones that, yes, Isaiah's that was coach. the baseball coach that got us to ride, yes, so which Kelly, is a wonderful family. Kelly was telling us about Trinity, who's seven now, and she is nonverbal, and she's been using a communication device at school, and Kelly was telling me that Trinity's teacher said she's telling stories in school. And Kelly said to me, Charlie, I've never heard my daughter tell a story. I would like to hear her tell a story. So again, if we could all stop for a moment and just take in the power of the mother's words, I would like to hear my daughter tell a story. So we kept listening, and Kelly said, if you think about it further, really you need a communication device at home just as much as, if not more, than at school, right, to interact with your family. I mean, just think communication. Isn't that one of the most essential things is who we are as human beings? I mean, today, we're doing it today. The three of us have been doing it. I must confess I'm taking it for granted. I'm talking to you two, listening, and I'm taking it for granted. But I can speak to you. I can hear you speak. So Kelly said also, you know, how, how does Trinity tell me if she's hurt? You know, you can cry, of course, but that's not the same as saying, Mom, my back hurts, whether you use a communication device or, or you're not able to. Every child needs to be able to communicate to everyone, especially their family, though. I mean, it's great that they have communication devices at school, but as we listened, we found it wasn't uncommon the kids are able who are nonverbal are able to use a device in school but don't have that device at home. So, again, at the gala, we were able to present this pilot program we're calling My Voice, similar to My Bike. My Bike addresses mobility. My Voice addresses communication. And so we gave uh, the Davises this communication device on a Friday night. And on Tuesday, I don't think, Joyce, I got to tell you this, but on Tuesday, Tuesday night, and Jolene, I know you'll appreciate it. Kelly calls me up on the phone, and, and she's like whispering. She goes, Charlie, it's working. Mm-hmm. Trinity came home from school. She's telling her family. She's telling us about her day. And she said, as I'm talking to you on the phone right now, I can hear Trinity using her communication device to tell her brother, Tyson, who's a year younger, what friends of her were in school today and what her day was like. Now, shouldn't that, again, shouldn't all... Trinity's a smart young girl. She should be able to communicate her thoughts and her feelings to her family. Mm-hmm. And I remember one other uh, family we gave a communication device to one time. The, um, the grandma who helped her grandson get ready, she made him breakfast every day. And um, once he got the communication device, she usually made him eggs. And uh, she said, well, do you want eggs this morning? He used a communication device. He said, no. <laughs> she said, no. 
what do you mean? She said, no. She said, well, what do you want? Use this communication device. He said, I want pancakes. Oh. And she just started to sob. And I thought, I put my arm around her and I said, you did the best you could with what you knew at that time. She felt so bad. But if we give the kids the opportunity again, don't we all want to be able to, let's think about it. We all want to have a say in what we eat. I mean, it sounds so fundamental. But Joyce, it's your point over and over again. It's not pity. Let's give kids the opportunity to say, I want pancakes today. (laughs) Right? I mean, it's simple, but it's important. Let alone, his mother said to me, Charlie, you know the first time I heard I love you? Through the communication device. Shouldn't every child have the opportunity to express those feelings of love to their parents, to their siblings? I mean, it's just so fundamental. And when you think about it, again, this is doable. We can do this. We can enable kids who are not verbal to be able to express themselves, their thoughts, their feelings. It's just so important. And and in the end, if we really thought about it, we're blessed to be able to be a part of that. I feel so happy for Trinity and Tyson and oh. Bill and Kelly. I'm, I'm so happy for them. And, Me too. Uh, well, yeah, Jolene, you know them. You know what it's like. I, I've known Trinity and her family for about five years now because of Miracle Baseball Team and Variety. And when I watched, because we had left early at the gala, I didn't realize at the end she had spoke with that. When I watched that video... I cried happy tears so hard because I had never heard Trinity communicate. And to hear her say, don't I look pretty tonight, (laughs) the tears, I couldn't stop them. You know, we just watched that video over and over again. So happy for her because you see that personality in her. You just never heard it, and now you can hear it. And I couldn't be happier for her parents to be able to experience that. That is Awesome. I mean, you know, I, I can't even, I know what you mean, by the way, about that. Um, uh, that just broke me apart also because I think to myself, so many people with disabilities, there have been so many people brilliant, but that were locked in prison because they did not have a way to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and, but that applies to the family also to not be able to hear their child speak when they can. I mean, I just think, Charlie, how, do, how does a family um, how does a family get in touch with you about either the My Bike or the My Voice? Well, it's, it's, the, it's the same thing. If they go to the Variety Pittsburgh website, they can find out everything about My Bike. There's a, there's a tab. They can go right to the My Bike program or they can go right to My Voice. There's videos up like Jolene was referencing. The, yes. If families live in our service area, there are um, the eligibility guidelines are right up there, so people can look at this at from home and go, "Oh, this works for me." And and also, I hope it inspires other people, your listeners throughout the country and the world, who go, "Well, why can't we have that in our area? Why can't our kids?" And hopefully, you know, uh, it will inspire others to go. You know, we're blessed uh, to make this different. I got a. Uh, an email over the Christmas holidays not too long ago from a, a woman who uh, just sponsored her third bike. She did it when we first started in 2012, 2013. She just did it again. And she said, 
thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this. And I think that we're all looking for that, that opportunity to be a part of making a difference. We all want to. And even, our, I have to say, even our children with disabilities, we have a 16-year-old, I'll never forget, Josh, who once he got his bike up in Somerset County, he then was determined to raise $1,800 so that another boy, he said, could get a bike. And uh, we all want to. That's what's in Isaiah. He feels every time he helps, it's, it's giving a chance for other kids to get a bike. And so we, all of us, again, it's the same thing. We're all the same. We mm-hmm. all want to help. And so to your listeners, here's an opportunity to make a difference, to be a part. And if you're, if you're a mom or a dad, I mean, I think... Really, I'll never forget this quote I heard, uh, must be 30-some years ago, that um, the world will be changed by parents who change it one child at a time. It's Jolene who's doing it with Isaiah. We're just the helpers. We've provided the bike, but it's Jolene and, and her husband and her, her parents, her family, who are really doing it for Isaiah. We're just the helpers, and, uh, but it really is, um, it is special to be a helper. And Jolene, yes. I think that you would be able to say to other uh, people listening that, as you mentioned, it has impacted your whole family, correct? Oh, completely. From, like you said, my parents, they're always with us at Variety Things, my mom and dad. And it does, my mom and dad will take my son off on bike rides in the summertime. And, you know, it has, it has impacted us in so many ways. We do family things on bikes now. And um, like I said, when we go to the lake, it's a big family thing. And there's a lot of kids. And I used to think, please don't bring the bikes, you know, because I would be, I would never want him to be left out. And now... I don't have that worry and stress. Now I want everyone to have their bikes and go off on their bike rides. And it's cute because the bikes, they are really neat looking. And it's nothing for Isaiah to be riding. And not just adults. Kids come up, give them high five. Oh, your bike's so cool. He gets, he thinks that's wonderful. And it is wonderful, you know. Um, It's just such a great experience for all of us. And when you... I'm sure some parents think, oh, it's probably so hard to get everything set up and get the bikes. It's not. Variety, they walk you right through every step, tell you you just need this paper or this paper and come here, and they get it going. I mean, it was no work to me at all except for going down there and watching my son get one of the best gifts. It's it's so so simple to get this going. Yeah, and and yet, look what it's done. You know, as I'm hearing as I'm hearing this great story again, uh, come on, folks, really, really now, you can make a contribution to variety. Give up those star bars. Give up a few other things. I mean, it is amazing how one penguin game, pirate game. Uh, Steeler game, which we love all of our teams, but between the shirts we buy and everything else we buy, you can give some of that money to Variety. You can give some of that money. You really can. Make a donation. Uh, Charlie, I want the website again. In Variety, Pittsburgh, spelled out, dot org, and there's a tab people can see. You can go right to the donate, but I would encourage them to, um, right on the homepage, there's a there's the video about the kids riding in the Labor Day parade. Look, see the kids, you know, encounter them, be open. Look at the pictures of, 
of these kids and how happy they are. That's what I didn't anticipate. I wanted to do this program to help the kids. What I didn't anticipate is having my own life transformed by their joy. Their joy at riding a bike is contagious. I don't think anyone, all of us who know the the my bike co-chairs, Andrea Corelli at PNC, Jerry McCleary at Bear, those two, they would say the same thing. When you see the kids riding, your life, you're a better person because of the kids. And I think we just have to be open in our own hearts. If our hearts are open, we'll we'll be transformed by their joy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say something that I, when I'm talking about hiring people with disabilities, I'll often say to uh, business people or wherever it is I'm speaking, I'll say, uh, you know, remember, if this would be you, your husband, your wife, your partner, Absolutely. your child, I don't care who it would be, um, trying to find employment that had a disability, you would be my biggest crusader. You'd be the Joyce Bender crusader because you would so much believe in this. Well, this could be you in Jolene's situation. Mm-hmm. And would you not want to help a child? How can you not want to help a child? I, I, I want to tell you I echo what Charlie's saying because I know from my life that when you give, it's a gift to yourself. It really is. Yeah, there's no price tag you can put on this. None. You, you, you need to take time. You can dig in your pockets here and make that contribution. Um, I, I mean it. I really believe in this. And you know, you may only be able to contribute some, but some is better than none. And another thing, I want to challenge all of you, especially in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, you could start a campaign. That could be your, one of your goals for 2015. In your community, you could get like a, in your neighborhood, keep getting people to help build that bike, um, and before you know it, you have the bike built. And I mean, there's all kind of innovative things you can do, but what you need to do is give. You need to be willing to give. Uh, Jolene, is there any other things you want to say or talk about um, before we move on? I, I really think since I've said it all and just, I, like you said, it just, it, it really impacts. You do need to see these kids. I, every time we go and we meet another family and another kid, I'm tickled, you know, and I'm raising a special needs child and they, all these children inspire us and it doesn't matter what age you are. Cause I've heard a mother one time say, well, my daughter's 13, you know, she's kind of too old for a bike. No, you're never too old for a bike. And if you never rode a bike, this is your time, you know, and it is, it is, it's just such a wonderful program. And it's not just about gaining a bike. We gained a family and we love variety and everything they do. And we are there to help them through anything they would ever need. And I hope they know that we are always there for them. Joyce, I think Jolene's really getting at something that we really haven't talked about. You know, it's so many of our families, once they hear about the bike program and they then get a bike, but then they get to come to the Halloween party at Bear or the holiday party at Highmark, and that's how they become a bigger part of the family because, again, it's the same thing. Why should our kids just because they have a disability, not be able to trick-or-treat and have Halloween like Bear provides us or 
Why should our kids, just because they have a disability, not be able to go sit on Santa's lap like happens at the holiday party at Highmark? You know, just because um, maybe because of your challenges, you can't be in the mall in that open setting. It's too stimulating. So we provide a different environment. Or I wish everybody could see the kids dancing together. I was just going to say that that's one of my favorite videos on my video camera right now is the Valentine's party where all the kids are dancing and I never seen my son out there dancing to a DJ like that, you know, and it is one of my favorite videos. Every time that camera comes out, I have to sit and watch that 15 (laughs) minutes of that video of all those kids out there dancing. Yeah. I think the other point, you know, through the bike, the bike, my bike program has been a gateway for families like Jolene's to find us and find other parents. I remember one of the moms saying one time what she also appreciated about being part of the family when she shared what a big deal it was for her child to pedal one revolution the first time. And she says, you know, I tell my friends and they go, oh, okay. But she said, well, what I would tell families here at, at Variety, other family members knew how big a thing it was, you know, to be able to ride and go from the first pedal to be able to ride in the Highmark Walk, that three, the three-mile um, ride on their bikes. And we're looking forward to this year having our families ride in the bike, in the Highmark Walk on their bikes. Uh, I think that'll be a great experience. I know Isaiah and Jolene have done it. And Jolene, anything you want to say about that Highmark Walk? Um. That that is a oh that is a wonderful experience too. I mean, because a lot of people do see the kids on their bikes and um, you know and come over and protest about the bikes and um, the same thing. I mean, my son's never been to a big walk like that where we're wearing the number, you know. And it's just so many different experiences and all the booths that were set up. I learned about things that I didn't even know Pittsburgh had, you know, for different things for children. Um, that was a wonderful experience. I just want to tell you that Jerry McCleary, first of all, he is awesome. The CEO of Bear Material Science, that Halloween party is awesome. And so is Highmark with Deb Rice Johnson. She is fabulous. I mean, that Christmas party they're talking about, I was dancing so much I thought I was going to pass out with this one young man, I was Evan. Evan, when I was dancing with Evan, but it is wonderful. They, when you are involved with variety, it is amazing how you just make all these new friends. I mean, it, it's so wonderful. It really is. It's just wonderful, and that's why I want you to make a contribution to variety, the children's charity, and go to that website um, uh, and by the way, before I forget, Charlie, what was the name of that young woman that was like she was in a beauty pageant waving at the gala? No, the little girl. Oh, Sophia. Yes, yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> she yeah. sat at my table at the gala. That's the one. She pops into my mind when I say, I just love meeting these children. She sat with us at the gala, and I had a smile the whole night, the whole way home. I kept telling my husband, was she not the sweetest thing ever? <laughs> she is. <laughs> uh, Joyce, you have to come clean to your listeners. Tell them the last two costumes you wore at the Halloween variety Halloween party at Bear the last two years. Oh, Tell the truth yes. now. The first was my SpongeBob. 
outfit. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, you you know you corrected me several times. Let's have the whole name. Yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants. Because one time I was dressed here uh, when kids came Halloweening, and the mother said to her little boy, "Look, SpongeBob." And the little boy said, "No, mom." SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> so I was SpongeBob SquarePants, and then this year I was Raggedy Ann. And I love every minute of it. And I told Jerry McCleary, uh, who didn't you and he, you were brothers, right? Weren't you brothers, Charlie? Well, we, we, we never planned it, but we were, um, uh, this year we were King Tritons together. We ended up being, and the, that, the year before that, we were the Mad Hatters. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Well, brothers you are, but that is, uh, and I will be dressed in costume again. I like this variety uh, Halloween party so much. Both of them that I tell my assistant, make sure you have that on the schedule. And by the way, Charlie, do we know who we're honoring at the gala in 2015? Well, Joyce, I'm, I'm so glad you asked. The two individuals that we're honoring this year... Uh, two fantastic uh, people, Bernita Buncher of the Jack Buncher Foundation, and Bernita and her support have been revolutionary. We would not uh, be where we are with the bike program. We would not have introduced the My Voice program or the, what we're doing with adaptive strollers, thanks to Bernita and her vision and partnership. And then, of course, as well, Deb Rice Johnson from Highmark, who has just been the president of the Highmark Board, who has done so much and enlisted the support of so many others from health systems and organized labor and uh, education. You know, we're working with a lot of the intermediate units and school districts, and we've been fortunate that Deb has such great relationships and honored, opened so many doors for us. So we're really honored to honor Bernita and Bernita Buncher and Deb Rice Johnson this year. And, and, um, I know you feel the same as I do, and perhaps you'd like to talk about Bernita and Deb, really. Well, Bernita is wonderful. She, I've known her a long time, and she has always been concerned about children with disabilities, always. She's talked to me about that so many times. She so deserves this. And Deb Rice Johnson, oh, I mean, uh, I could talk about her forever. She is a wonderful person. So committed to disability, whether it's epilepsy, the American Association of People with Disabilities, variety. She, when I think of her, I think of goodness. She's just a good person. And so it is so wonderful that we are going to be honoring both of them. And when will that be? November 6th at the uh, Omni William Penn, like uh, it's been going back to the or- origination of variety. So we're very very fortunate to be able to do that, and we'll have kids on their bikes and kids with their new communication <coughs> devices, and and uh, it will be it will be a really meaningful evening as we honor those two individuals. And if you want to attend again, you would go to I assume to the to the website. Sure, all the information is is up there on the gala, and there's um, uh, pictures from previous ones and. There's uh, people could go to the peak moments programs, and I'm, I'm looking at it right now. That we're at a Halloween party. I see Jerry McCleary and I, and one of our kids. Three of us are all dressed up as Mad Hatters, and I think families and people to get a feel for it 
Um, there's no charge to any of those programs. Thanks to Bear, thanks to Highmark, thanks to our community sponsors. Edgar Snyder did the toys again uh, at the at the holiday party in conjunction with Santa, of course. And um, we're just fortunate to have these great partners who really see it as a privilege um, to be a part to be a part of it. And yes. uh, um, just, I, I think people can get a feel for it. Yes. Well, Charlie, thank you for being with us. Jolene, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Joyce, and for all you do and for inspiring the rest of us and being a model. Well, we end every show with a quote from someone that has changed lives in a wonderful way. So here we go. Last quote of the year is, there can be no keener revelation of a society's soul than the way in which it treats its children, said Nelson Mandela. Happy New Year, everyone. Be careful. Be safe. Talk to you next year. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.